0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis, and this is episode 67, Quit the Cough. And fittingly enough, this episode is sponsored by Soothing Sues. You can get rid of the cough altogether by avoiding it and getting yourself an edible topical, the most versatile product on the market. Choose whether or not to get high. Dial in your pain relief by using THCA or THC, depending on your needs. Use both. Soothing soothes, and it's available through the entire state of California. All right, you guys, let's go on to stoner moments. First thing I wanted to say was I was pretty wrong about the levels that flowers can have in terps. Uh, They can get higher than I gave them credit for. I Googled some test results afterwards and I saw some as high as 2.8, but I'm pretty sure that, well, they can probably get a little higher once they enter that 6 to 8% range, we're talking about shatters. And then definitely to get into those double digits, you're really just going to be looking at concentrates. So I was off. I did not give myself enough of a margin of error, um, but most people aren't going to be getting that 2.8% terp quantity. So we still kept it realistic. Uh, another thing I wanted to say is, I know that I was playing with the terps for flavor, and the flavor wheel really helps you be able to pull out some terms to to make some great of identify the der, to make some great identifications. But I didn't match them to specific terps. And that's because it's really hard to do, especially with my limited knowledge. And I hope as those who have more access than I do get to, To have a better understanding, they create their own flavor wheel that can actually match these things to terps. But then we also have to know about esters and how they play. And then you could hear how just shaking the jar created a different volatility that brought a whole new aroma. And so those kinds of little things make it, I don't want to say it's going to be impossible, but make it a very difficult challenge to pursue. Another thing that's really hard to to nail down is something that you can't really bottle or that could be really hard to bottle, which is the heating process. there's there's nothing quite like hitting flour because there, there, because there's just no replicating the the heat to the perfect amount of moisture creating steam that affects these terpenes and the cannabinoids. It's an orchestral, symphony of chemistry and nature and recreation and it's beautiful and you can't bottle that up yet not in a tincture not in a perfume pretty damn close with the concentrate though I gotta say the live resin and the vaping when you really dial those in oh my god (sighs) there's something magical that happens in that moment when you you spark a bowl Kappa Dab. It just doesn't last. It doesn't last. It's ephemeral. It's as ephemeral as glass. It's even more ephemeral than glass. All right, moving on. Let's see here. Oh, my uh, Michigan mystery man called back. Turns out not from Michigan. From the deep south, y'alls. And he's got a name. I believe it's V. uh, Not P, not B, not E, not C, not G. But V. I love that. I'm a fan. Thanks for giving me a call back and, you know, and fluffing me up with all kinds of, like, compliments and things like that. I totally dig it. Keep on listening and share if you can. Feel free to rate and review in iTunes if you'd like. Anybody else, too, who wants to jump in there? Rate and review on Stitcher. Rate and review. I, don't know, I think you can review even on on the Facebook now with the the Spliff podcast page. But moving on, verily, this visage of verbiage vows to veer more verbose. So, I finally got an about me up. Woo! It's not big and it's not extensive and it doesn't have anything you don't already know about me, more than likely. But it's finally up. The hardest part of making a web page for most self-employed professionals is the about me, and not that I'm saying that I'm self-employed or professional. doesn't matter because I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's done. So and then I had a one last note that I had jotted down on my little stoner moment was I was thinking back on Rasta Jeff uh, and his THC distillate experience and how he said that he got really high on the exhale. And then I started thinking back to uh, an experience that I had that isn't uh, the happiest of experiences, all so limited. But I also had to recall a specific experience of mine where I mentioned that on the exhale was when I really felt it. And and there's this there's something about that moment of exhalation where you get high. why do you get high on the exhale? And looking into exercising, uh, specifically boxing and meditation, it would suggest that there's a release of tension from the inhale, from holding in the hit that permits uh, a full body release uh, affecting your entire senses, Um, a hormonal release maybe from the brain, something like that. But I don't know, it just, it really got me thinking, you know, maybe there's, there's Uh, There's probably something that's about the quick inhale uh, that you get from toking on cannabis that might contribute to it. Uh, You know, but I was just wondering, you know, what is that magic? And then on this week's episode, Ross to Jeff was talking about on the Grow From Your Heart podcast, by the way, if you aren't listening, you should be. And he was talking about um, methods to control your cough, which is like, God damn, I'm totally stealing that idea. Uh, And he had some wonderful examples about uh, his technique for lowering his cough. And from a man who takes on the regular half gram dabs, I definitely am going to listen to what he has to say because I can't do that. I take 0.2 gram dabs and depending on the strain, especially, but in most cases, I'm coughing like a little bitch. I'm going to be real. I cough like a little bitch. So while I learn how to master some of Rasta Jeff's inspired techniques, I figured that I would share some of my own about how to deal with the other side of coughing, how to deal with the, the reparative side the prevention and protection and then uh, also go into a couple of the things that he talked about because I do some of those things as well, just obviously not as effectively as he does. Okay, coughing. So thank you, Rasta Jeff, for inspiring this. Uh, He does go into talking about how to control your diaphragm, control your body, control your lungs. You are the master of your own domain. And I totally agree that that is a huge part of it. You have to really understand what parts of your body are being affected so that you can regain control of them. Uh, He also gave a little background that he's got some martial arts history. uh, And I think that really helps contribute to I mean, he's just obviously had a much longer time of practicing these breathing techniques than I have. I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna get there. With the yoga, obviously I've noticed a huge difference in my own breathing techniques. I have terrible lung function. Uh, Swimming as a child was always hard for me. I have a natural buoyancy that makes it very difficult to hold my breath for long periods of time. I've also lived uh, as a child with a lot of anxiety. So I think that might have also had a little uh, uh, some effect on it. Yeah. And then, of course, as I get older in life, uh, the bitties put a a lot of pressure on the chesticle area. So I've got a lot of cards stacked against me. Not going to let it get me down. Because in order to control your body, you really have to understand it. In order to understand it, you really have to practice at it. I get it. I get it. Come on this journey with me, everyone. All right. So the next thing he talked about, which is another thing that I do, uh, and was actually one of the first things that I found extremely effective in increasing my my lung capacity uh, through yoga, is the pursed lip method. And it's a breathing technique where you can inhale through your nose and then you purse your lips as though you are drinking from a straw. And this helps you really kind of streamline your breath on its way out and gives you a better control of your diaphragm so that you can slowly go about releasing uh, all of the, the smoke or oxygen that would be in your lungs. Now, that's important because when your lungs are filled with irritating hot smoke, you don't want to lose control because when you when you just burst out from your chest, it's like, like an alien thing going on. Like, that's basically what it feels like. Uh, the cannabis feels like it is an alien monster that is bursting forth from your chest, but instead of actually escaping through your sternum, it's trying to escape up through your larynx. And it sucks, and all of that power is coming from your diaphragm. So, regaining control of your diaphragm is super important, and I'm going to have another tip for that too. Um, but another great thing about the pursed lip method is that it also directs the heat away from the softer parts of your your vault of of the the nasal passages and the sinus area of your soft palate, and it directs it towards the roof of your mouth, which isn't such a soft, sensitive tissue, which makes it easier to, to direct that heat uh, and, and keep control of your diaphragm because you aren't then irritating further parts of uh, your entire respiratory system. Now, another thing that works really well for me is arms up. You start coughing, you want to expand your lungs and your diaphragm as much as possible. And throwing my arms up really helps me kind of just get everything going and feel everything a little better and stretch it out and regain control, quite frankly. So sometimes it can be hard to keep your arms up. Keep a practice at it. Once you get it going, it's, uh, It's pretty routine for me. I can usually, what might be a 45-second coughing session can definitely be cut down into a 15-second coughing session when I put my arms up. It just makes for a more effective cough in the end. And you do want to pay attention to how effective your coughs are going to be. Don't just pay attention to your lungs and your diaphragm. Also pay attention to your larynx. Uh, As a voiceover artist... Um, These are things that are really important to me, and as a stoner, I know I'm going to be coughing. So it's about, I mean, I've got enough whiskey and smoke in my voice already that the gravel is there, so I don't have to worry about it too much. Um, But for other people, they may not want that gravel, and the slamming of your vocal cords together and the the stress on your larynx from all this coughing can really start to add up. And... You want to limit that as much as possible. So you really, you don't want to be clearing your throat. That just kind of irritates it and lets the mucus resettle back down in the same area. You want to give a nice, solid, controlled cough and get it up and get it out. Better out than in, all right? Now, this brings me to some more prevention and protection. You're coughing because you have hot... Irritating smoke with tar and with different essential oils that uh, could be irritating on their own, alcohols as well, those esters that we learned about. But if you're someone who gets irritated by perfumes and air fresheners very easily, smoking cannabis is not going to be an enjoyable experience for you for the most part. And if you are someone who also smokes cigarettes, they're out there. I know them. Or maybe you just smoke cigarettes. Having those extra irritants makes being able to control your cough so much harder and makes the whole process of coughing so much worse. I am the queen of coughing. And when I was smoking cigarettes, which I did for like 16 years of my life, I mean, there was not a day that went by that I didn't cough. I had at least one cough session an hour, I think, for the most part. If I went too long without smoking a cigarette and or smoking a bowl, I would start coughing just because the cilia in my lungs would start to regrow and become irritated by all of the tar that was there. And so I would make a point of saying, "Eh, gotta go kill those cilia again, (laughs) That's not a good thing. You don't want to do that. The cilia are my friends now, and I want to protect them more. So there are certain measures you can take. Uh, one, teeny tiny hits. You just want to take, you hit a joint. You don't drag on a joint. Smaller hits are going to be easier and more palatable to take. As you work your way up to a Rasta to Jeff size. And some people just have incredible lung function as it is. I can roll a joint and smoke it by myself and I'll have like 30 hits off of it. I roll a joint and share it with a particular friend of mine and we are done in three rotations. That's a total of six hits. Her lungs are just ginormous, man. So smaller hits could be relative to you still, in all honesty. Uh, another really important thing, and Ross and Jeff mentioned this too, stay hydrated, drink your water, use your nasal spray, use a humidifier if you need to, forgot to turn my phone off, take a shower if that helps. Uh, one of the things that works best for me, my secret weapon personally for both uh, just recovering from a coughing session and then making sure that... Uh, My whole vocal box is in good condition to carry on a career using it is fresh ginger. Fresh ginger is amazing. The spicier, the better. Uh, What I usually do is I boil some water and steep some fresh ginger overnight so that when I wake up, it is the perfect spicy and then I just sip on that all day and my larynx has never been more hydrated. It's It's the same princ- it's the same principle as using cannabis and and healing from the inside out instead of trying to throw water at it because throwing water might make your throat feel better. But it's not doing a whole lot to help your actual respiratory track because the water never goes there. If it did, you'd be drowning. And uh, that's a whole separate podcast, you guys. Uh, Okay, so where I really like fresh ginger, other people swear by turmeric. It's a really great way to keep that going. And it also lowers acid reflux, which can make it worse too. It adds to an irritant. and or to the list of irritants, and it's one that we don't necessarily associate because it's a pre-existing irritant. Other pre-existing irritants might be things like the dust in your room if uh, you haven't cleaned up for a while, or if you're out in a field taking a hike. And there's a lot of pollen, you know, I'm in Southern California, we're getting some rains right now after a big drought. I feel like last year's super bloom ain't going to be shit compared to what's going to be coming out there. And that can really affect how you can handle smoking cannabis on a day-to-day basis. Uh couple of tricks to get rid of those irritants, a bong is a great way to lower the amount of heat that you get. Filtering any of that heat through water uh, or ice it can really help make it more palatable and cut down on the worst irritant. The worst irritant really is that heat. So if you can avoid taking a super hot hit, That's your best bet right there. Even vaporizing, using a volcano or the portable vaporizers, a PAX, things like that, they produce a really high hot heat. And it can be very dehydrating to your entire body. Uh, When your lungs and your voice box become dehydrated and your sinuses become dehydrated, your whole body is fucking affected by it. And it's a no bueno. So keep your nasal spray Keep your humidifier, grab your fresh ginger, and pack that bong with some ice. That's the best advice I can get for you. And then when you do cough, remember you are the master of your body. Arms up, focus on the parts that are there, have the most effective cough that you can in order to limit them, and then go get yourself some good things in order to make sure that your body can heal to its best abilities, Personally, I like to mix a little turmeric with some Soothing Suze. And then I take that too with a little honey. Honey is always nice as well. All right, you guys, let's safety. I feel like I got pretty rambly there. In this safety, I'm going to mix some holy headband with some double dream. And I don't really have much to tell you. Um, next week, I'll be talking about cannabis and children. Thanks to a listener suggestion from Nathaniel. Thanks, buddy. Totally appreciate it. I definitely wanted to be doing this anyway, and he's really just kind of uh, helped me push it up the list, and I'm totally okay with that. We must think of the children. I am digging this holy headband so much, and it's definitely gotten older, so the smell has changed a bit. It isn't quite as astringent to the nose hairs. It isn't as uh, pungent as it used to be. It's still very spicy in its, its uh, overall tone, though. And when I look at that greenhouse seed flavor wheel, I definitely my I go straight to the jalapeno. It's so funny. I would never have thought of that before. I had a hard time placing it. And then I pulled up that and I was like, oh, that is so jalapeno. Jalapeno uh, and the dirt that it grew in. I love it. And I'm going to mix it with that double dream that I had from last week. Which is still pretty fresh and hasn't changed very much overall. I'm gonna see how these blend together. I left my pipe in my car, so gonna be taking a hit at a chugalug. Oh yeah, chugalug's still around. And yeah, I'm just gonna be shooting some shit. You guys have a, a good new year so far. I had a great new year. I mentioned that I got to hang out with my adoptive Mexican family. And I gotta say, this whole week has just been really family oriented for me, which is kind of weird for me. I'm not, not a very family oriented type of person. If you haven't gotten it from my podcast before, um, not that I'm not family oriented, but I have a, a troubled history with family, but spent New Year's with my Mexican family. And then this past weekend, if you follow my Instagram, the Spliff Podcast, you may have seen that I was hanging out with my mom at the LA Fit Expo at her Ninja Warrior course. What? Yeah, my mom owns her own Ninja Warrior course. I introduced it to her one lazy Christmas and... I did not see what was coming out of that. But she is a badass, not on the course, but with the course. I got to meet all kinds of ninjas. I hooked some ninjas up with some soothing sues. I hooked some other people up with some soothing sues. It was an amazing time. And for me and my mom to get to that place after the whole troubled history that we have had uh, was just really heartwarming. And uh, I, I had such a great weekend. And then this week, I was just hanging out at home with a friend, and I got a knock on the door that I was not expecting at all, and I opened it up, and it was my daddy. And that's not my dad, but he's my daddy, and it's not like a gross thing. It's a valley girl thing, because I'm from the valley, but he is uh, the father of a friend of mine who gave me a room when I was homeless the first time after foster care, and really taught me what it was to be normal, which is terrifying when you have mental illness and a lot of issues about creating intimate bonds with people, specifically in a familial uh, fashion. Uh, But I love him so much, and we lost contact, and I had sent him a birthday card about six years later than it should have been because of those anxieties. And he used the return address to let me know that he didn't have my number. (laughs) So he couldn't call me. And since I wasn't calling him, there was I I don't know, he's a smart guy, and he didn't really use all of the the resources in his disposal. uh, But neither did I. And Then, to top it all off too, my daughter sent me her work schedule so that I could go visit her totally without me even asking, first time. So I really hope that your heart has been as full in this 2017 as mine has, Um, and if not, mine's kind of uh, overflowing right now, so I've got plenty to share, and I'm happy to send it along to you too. Let's spliff it. man that's so hard to taste out of this big plastic glug I can still taste the spicy and I can still taste that cheesiness of the double dream I feel really good. No, not going to have much. I think I should roll a joint with it. I'll be right back. First, I'm going to grind them together, see what that smells like. Ooh, very fresh. Very pepper. It's like a, a pepper sauce, like a pepper cream sauce with just a hint of Something citrus, like I wanted to say plum or berry. I'm not entirely sure I even know what that is underneath. It's a very complex scent. There is a lot going on in this mix right here, and I cannot wait to smoke it. Just got a new shipment of active tube filters in. So excited. They shall last me another year, hopefully. Got a package of a 100. I am using my Juicy J uh, papers, so it messes with it a little bit on the dry toque. They're the Blueberry Hill ultra fine. And they kind of cover whatever berry floral I was getting out of it before. And on the dry toque, really brought out that cucumber pepper. Hmm, yeah, there's so much going on here that they all kind of modeled together. And then me throwing that paper on there didn't really help. I should have brought my pipe in. But I didn't. So on the other hand, the high is really nice, clear-headed, relaxed. I don't feel too frenetic like I can get sometimes on the holy headband just by itself. And I don't feel quite as mentally stony and affected as I do when I just smoke the Double Dream by itself. Really nice working combination, I think I'm going to have to roll myself another joint when I move on and get to work on editing this bitch. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for spliffing it. Ciao for now.